Hi, I'm John. Hi, I'm Olivia. And I'm Matthew. And this week, we've watched Parallels. And now we're going to argue about whether it's going to make us quit Star Trek. My mind went completely blank because seconds ago we were talking about Picard and I forgot what we're here for. We're here to talk about the Star Trek's second biggest deadbeat dad, Worf. Fucking multiverse episode. Worf, multiverse of sadness. That's real. Confirmation that there is a multiverse in the Star Trek universe. I think yes. it's not even the first. Technically, the multiverse of the Star Trek universe has existed since the worst episode ever made, The Alternative Factor. An episode so dull and unwatchable, we will never do it on this podcast. Okay. Like, if you can if you could generate an hour's content around the alternative factor, come on the podcast, but you can't. You can't. I, um, it is weird that it feels like they invented the multiverse for this episode. Within the story, they have to explain the idea of a multiverse. Like, that's not a thing we talk about all the time now. Well, and they they're have, dealing with it. Like, I mean, Wolf it's a fairly no... novel concept in the late in the mid nineties. Wolf has like, I know, no I, I can. reaction to it. Also, like, yeah. How would so... you feel if there was confirmation that there was, in fact, a multiverse, and you knew at least if you made a wrong decision now, another version of you was living it up? <laughs> I mean, I've just kind of run with that for most of my life. I just, you know, I don't know about being nice wearing hoodies. He's a well, <laughs> also, it is a nice way to avoid, you know, accountability in your life because you can be like, well, uh, multiverse where I didn't do that, so. I did better I have, that time. The better the other guy is. Exactly. I'm helping out. I'm being really generous ultimately. Mm. Mirror universe. I mean, the <laughs> unbelievably tragic fact is this means we had to see well, we had to find out new and interesting ways that Worf sucks. Like he's got two kids. Um, and he accidentally got Geordie killed. Oh, why did I not notice that? Remember he got Geordie uh, killed? Guys? Yeah, they're like weirdly okay with it too. Well, it wasn't his because the visor he, blew up or whatever. He forgot. No, he, forgot he forgot how to press fire. He forgot to put the shields. Oh, the shields. Up, so the engines yeah. overloaded. There was a plasma leaking. There was a plasma rupture, and Geordi got burned, and it killed him. But it was necessary because mm-hmm. otherwise they wouldn't have found out that his visors were triggering worse multiverse hopping. So Geordi died for a cause. Not a good one, but nonetheless. <laughs> That's why he had a total of one line in the in the episode, which was at the party. I'm sure Levar Burton had somewhere better. Yeah. For him. So, Matty, why are you here? On the podcast or in general? Yeah, let's just set it with the podcast. Why are you attracting? When did it start? Oh, well, it started probably when I was 14, I would say. Um, I watched watched Star Trek Into Darkness because it was on Netflix and then was bothered by the fact that I understood none of the references to internal or external canon so I was like well I'll start at the beginning so it makes sense let me start Star Trek Sorry, Next Generation doing, that's the exact same way I got into Star Trek Yeah, you, <laughs> but then you I watched the wrong one I watched oh, Next no, Generation I went, I went Into Darkness TNG TOS so. that, well, I, I did TOS last I did like TNG everything else and then TOS Dare you. Uh, how dare you uh, but i love TOS, so i was wrong to do that um but oh. yeah that's that's how i that's why i'm here um and i liked i liked into darkness a lot um with no context around it or have never having never seen any other track but i i did not understand that it was in the future so i texted my friend and was like is star trek in an alternate universe 
thinking just like a futuristic alternate universe but he's like yeah into darkness takes place in the prime universe not the regular one which confused me more if someone started speaking to me about universes that early in my trek journey i would have tapped out i'm like absolutely not (laughs) but i he just gave me a more complicated answer than i was expecting and confused me more but it it laid the seed for my love of the multiverse um and here we are in parallels if you will well so you went tng so you you went tng ds9 voyager enterprise Yeah. yeah and then everything and then I guess I watched the new Trek shows that came out before TOS. Uh, before I watched TOS, just because I just you kept were, neglecting you, you to watch. You basically went got went all the way around before you got to like old. Yes, Spock. and then I watched it, and I was like, "This actually rocks very much," and I wish I hadn't pushed it away so much. I can forgive you if you answer this question correctly. What is your favorite Star Trek series overall? It's Deep Space Nine. Okay, thank God. If it was TNG, um, I would have left. No, no, no. It, it is, and I would is actually. I looked this. <laughs> I looked this up because this is the ninety fourth episode of this podcast. Ninety fourth episode of uh, Deep Space Nine is for the cause. Um, Which one's that? So I'm. It's the Michael Eddington one. I'm gonna really upset you now. Um, like unbelievably, unbelievably. Is this the ninety third, not the ninety fourth? Did I miss you? Y- yeah, that's all right. This is ninety three. No, ninety third episode is the Muse, which I don't remember. Oh, the, the Muse oh, is the one so where where on a try. gets groomed. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great episode. Groomed everyone. Yeah. His yeah. dad was just kind of okay. Hey, as an artist, I like love that episode. <laughs> oh gosh. Matthew, is there someone we can call? Yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to finish that bit, but I don't know who I was yeah, going to say. Yeah. Michael Dukakis. There oh, we go. Hit, really? <laughs> yeah, Michael Dukakis. Really? Yeah. I didn't hear that. I'm just going to move on. Yeah, let's move on. Um, so was there a quit? Do you remember a quitting moment? Um, like the first episode you watched and went, what the fuck is this? Um, I'm not going to include Code of Honor because that's, no, that's too cheating. easy. That's cheating. That's cheating. Um, I don't know if there were any in Next Generation. That well, for, I, I'm trying to think of not the obvious answers. Um, uh, oh, I really, actually, truly hate the Q episode in Deep Space Nine. Um, it, I think that that was the first. There. What we get to see him get punched? Isn't that a gift enough? Yeah, but I I had a vis- visceral like dislike of the episode enough that that wasn't satisfying. If I'm being honest, I don't remember what happens in the rest of the episode. Neither do I. I haven't watched it since the first time because it made me... Uh, Vash is there. She's holding an auction. The auction's going to blow up DS9. That's it. That's that. the tweet. It's so dumb. And it just doesn't... It doesn't work, you know? And I like I like Q, and I like wanting to punch Q in this one. I was like, I actually want to murder you in a not, in a not like satisfying way. I think like the universe is better off if you're dead right now. And then he came back for Picard. And and all of Voyager. And he f- don't forget in the end oh, of the yeah. card, he fucking died. <laughs> I was just thinking about that today, which I, doesn't make sense. I don't understand. He's allowed to die. Two still. I don't understand why he did all that. I don't. I know get he's it. allowed to die, but why is he dying? Because he it, he's old. Yeah, but the dogs die. He's <laughs> old. He's dying. It's like sometimes you die. Uh, yes. That doesn't make sense. Who do I look like a philosopher? Um, I'm not going to say yes because my students have said yes to me on that question and it hurts. There's people to say look like Doctor Who, which is all more. Hey, people say that about me too. That's just basically what people say about anybody who wears tweed in the 21st century. That's like, true. It's like, no, you just you just only watch one piece of television. Yeah, there are other points of reference. 
like um, creatures great and small or every murder mystery sure i um i do actually i really do love this episode i think it's a bad episode and i think i'll defend it till i die i find it hard to watch any episode in which it opens with wolf being triumphant can i ask why you hate wolf so much <laughs> if i may why do we hate wolf it it started what? as a joke I, I understand, you know, I get that. Joke, to the bit. But, but then, I, I love a bit. But then we watched that DS9 episode where he's such a bitch to Jadzia. Like, <laughs> he's like an emotionally toxic boyfriend. Oh, and right. that's okay. the vision of him I have in like, in my mind. So is it the same where he's so bad that you can't take any form of enjoyment from it? No, I just like bullying him. <laughs> okay, because I do, I like giving him shit, but I do. Can I say, can I curse? Yes. Hey, <laughs> I'm on a podcast. I have to ask. That's the obligatory question. I mean, the main question. concern about you being on this podcast is whether or not your students find it. To which oh, I don't. I Fuck. said worse things to them by accident. <laughs> if you're one of many um, students, you listen to this. Um, have you considered being normal? Yeah, man. <laughs> Shut the fuck up and listening to him. You say a bunch of full student names that you have that you're gonna have to censor. What? Why? I'm just gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a lot of full student names. You'll have to censor. Yeah, just gonna redact. Just gonna put Seinfeld music of your name. If if Maddie hates you, we're gonna play Seinfeld music after your name. (laughs) They won't get the reference because they're too young. Oh my god. They do. That's well. Go watch Seinfeld, kids. After that, I don't know. Do Um, work. Yeah, do that. Okay, speaking of Worf being victorious, I wrote this down in my notes as I was watching this episode today. I like Worf's trophy. I think it's a great piece. I think it's a great prop. That one's good. No, the the one he gets good. when he's ninth place is like a rotten egg. Yeah, but it, what, right. what ninth place trophy is good? I'm surprised he got a trophy for ninth place. That's that's exactly. true. That too. But the actual prop, it's I like that it's the Klingon symbol made of Batleth blades. That's really clever. That's like, quite that's, good. Yeah. I just like I like that. That's cute. Um, should get that on a chain. Yeah. No, it is a good trophy. The props are good. I like. I like Data's expressionist painting. Data's yeah. expressionist painting. I love that. Actually, which leads me to my favorite, maybe Jordy's only line, and a great one where he immediately knows what battle it is. Yeah, um, that's just that's like, clearly because Data's told him what the present is. I know, but it's so it's so, it's so well delivered. Because it's such friend. a like, hey, my boyfriend, when they my boyfriend painted this, uh, but I'm going to pretend my boyfriend didn't paint this. I mean, it's also like they all they all know Worf hates the surprise party. They've delivered him one. He hates it, but it's so English, you know. Yeah. He's not gone what guys, what the hell? He's just sort of suffering. Yeah. And everybody um, knows he hates it, but they're just like, and he it. honestly had the right to freak the fuck out. Like, not only is it yes. a surprise party, but it's in his quarters. Imagine someone coming into your bedroom and that throwing you a surprise so party. I mean, yeah, that'd Keep them out. It's fine. They can go to the whatever mess hall, whatever they have. I also don't like my birthday. So I relate to Worf during this episode. When he's just like, I'm stressed because it's my birthday, I was like, yeah, man, me too. <laughs> You forgot your birthday last year, Olivia, didn't you? No, I I removed it from my schedule because I was suffering with exams. <laughs> I needed oh. to have it in a happier time, so I sort of moved it back a month. Uh, that's really smart. Your birthday, I feel like people not liking their birthdays about lack of agency on a day that's supposed to be celebratory. Yeah. In the I had same a way, uni- no, go ahead. No, 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 please. I had a friend at university who just chose a different day to celebrate her birthday. Yeah, as you should sometimes. I when I do that every. Hitting. Just decide today's your birthday. Don't make it everyone else's problem. Yeah, yeah like it's just that. 
it won't match my ID, so I can't always get like free food places. But, but that's transhumanism. That's that's transhumanism I can fuck with. So change the birthday to whatever you want it to be. Exactly. <laughs> I put a different birthday on anything I sign up for, if I'm being honest. But it's that's the, smart. I pick weird I historical fake birthday that I use for social media. <laughs> I don't know why I've never thought about using a fake birthday for like rewards things to sign up for. I've just never used I just use VE day. Nice. Of course you do. Oh, shut up. <laughs> it's a Catholic day. <laughs> Top 10 anti-Nazi days. <laughs> um, if you don't know what that reference is because you're 14, look it up. Um, anyway. If you're one of my students, look that up. <laughs> so, yeah, apparently Worf's now just getting dizzy every once in a while. Um, oh there's a cast of Alexander's head. That's cute. That was yeah. weird. <laughs> No, it's cute, Olivia. It's like kids' hands. Yeah. It is weird, but I think it's nice. It's a little it's bit like, of Klingon uh, lore. But it's like I mean, you have to, like, face plant into something. Okay, Olivia, look me in the yeah. eyes and tell me that pasta-shaped um, artwork isn't weird. The pasta-shaped artwork is masterful, John. Multi-media art vibe. as a five-year-old. weird vibe. You get the PVA goo, you get the glitter, the textures, it's amazing. <laughs> I think it's nice. I think that I think it's cute. And and Worf is. Print, I want a print Worf, of my heading. Worf is really proud of his son because his son's not there to hear it, so he he feels comfortable he, saying nice things about it. Yeah, he he gives a really sincere like look of like um just pride when there's like yeah. oh, he was he was speaking actually actually he only gave that look when he was like they were saying that the son thought he was a good dad. So that actually wasn't about his relationship. It was about well, he says he's he a warrior. Before Troy says that. Okay. Okay. I think the most important point about Wolf and Alexander's relationship is it's written better when Alexander isn't in the episode. It's true. It's a universal rule. I don't know what's going on there. Poor Alexander. If you want somebody who's treated worse by the writers across the whole run than anyone else, it is Alexander. He is just there. They just throw him to, to, to make it up by the writers. Does he only yeah, find like... peace off camera? Because he's, he's, he's good now at that point. Like, all of Wolf's family only find peace off camera. And yeah. some of that is just because Michael Dorn is a fussy little ass. Another well, Michael Dorn. There's an underlying yeah. current that Kern was written off the show because Tony Todd was better and was more charismatic on screen. Michael Dorn, come defend yourself on the podcast. 100%. I'll defend Michael Dorn. I love no, him. No, don't. If I that's love true, Michael then he sucks. I love Michael Dorn's so good. Why didn't we get a Captain Wolf show? Um, I don't know. I'm not in charge of Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I would have liked to see that. My just... name's not Mr. Star Trek. I don't know. <laughs> Mine is sometimes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we have this whole side arc about the Argus Array, which is for nerds like me. Um, I like that. Did you know Tell me about the Argus Array. I don't know what that is. I don't know what's going on. There. It was a satellite. It's, it was, it was a, a it's the satellite. subspace telescope. Cool. And, and the fucking Cardis of hijack. John, as a Starfleet military historian, can you do you have a take on if they were in fact using it to spy? Because every time the Cardassians are like, you might use it to spy, I'm like, it might. That's fair. Probably. They I are. think it's a, the statistically, from what my take, Starfleet is not competent enough to think about using the Argus array for signals. Okay. It's okay. more that Starfleet intelligence would be like, why would we use our solar space satellite to spy on the Cardassians? Look at you. Those, those are for looking at stars. Cool. It's like, but you could point at Cardassia. We could point other things at Cardassia. Right. That's what's happening. The Cardassians are accusing Starfleet of being smart and Starfleet saying, not us. The left hand never talks to the right hand. And when it does, it's only to hit it. Yeah. Um, but, oh, and then Warfast tried to be Alexander's godmother. He, it starts Which... weird. It's like, you can be his mother or surrogate. Or, Which would know, make her his sweet. stepsister. Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, the writer can't say the word. Oh, is it because they don't think they can say the word godmother because they don't want to say the word god? 
Jeez. That can't be it. No that, way. That sounds exactly like what it is. <sighs> that sucks. It's, I mean, I'm literally going to look. I'm sure the that forums would, would have gone wild, I'm sure. Trek BBS, what were they using then? <laughs> yeah, may, maybe. I mean, it's lost all meaning now. Which is also fine, silly guys. because Klingons have gods. Yeah, just, just yeah. shove it in a random Klingon name. Yeah, well, well that's that. what they do, but then they just say stepsister. They just had to make it weirder. They had to, yeah, they had to make a stepsister joke. This is, unfortunately, this episode does introduce us to Worf and Deanna, and I don't forgive it for that. Is this fun the fact, first time? Um, this is the first time. Yeah. I mean, fun um, fact, this the, the relationship they have... Um, it was a writer's joke. Is it really? For of real? Of course it was. Well, that yeah, makes it me like it'll, that, that makes it makes it better. for season five. Okay. I, I, I guess it's kind of weird. I guess they built that relationship from being pseudo parents or something. Yeah. That's, that's kind of sweet. It could it, be worse. It just I don't like it. Wolf, Wolf Troy is like, oh, this is the this is it's when your two coworkers at work who are cute date each other for a bit, and it's cute, but it's probably not the best idea in the world. Yeah, exactly. Like I don't actually, I don't hate it on principle. I just, you know, I don't want it to happen. Oh, I, you know, I don't like, I don't hate Worf and Troy on a on an inherent level. I, I don't think there's a fundamental issue. I just don't need to see it, and it feels weird that it's season seven and they decide to, to be like, hey, by the way. What about trying to do it since season five and they kept getting told no. Right. It doesn't feel like they have chemistry. Like, it That's the thing. Like it's, ha- it's happening because it has to. It feels like consistently the writers have been like, hey, remember this? What about, you like this, right? And you got to be like, not really. But, you know. It is season seven of TNG. They are fundamentally running out of ideas. Yeah. How does he treat her better than he treats Jadzia? No. I don't, know, I don't really remember that dynamic. Well, it's also that there's a certain element of Jadzia Rawls dynamic, which is about Jadzia being a bad conform- No, <laughs> Jadzia, conform- Jadzia conforming to the Klingon, yeah. Klingon relationship norms, which yeah. are much more confrontational. And it's never enough for him. That's why he's... Yeah, I mean, Wolf, that's just bad writing. Really. It, just it's more that, like, it feels like in that relationship, Wolf is projecting his insecurities about how Klingon he is onto her. Sure, anyway, well, that is what's that's happening. That's another episode. That's exactly what's happening. That's, in fact, that's straight up what's happening. That. Like, yeah. Esri, I really love season seven of DSO with this Esri's constant commentary on how Jesse and Wolf's relationship was kind of a bit screwy. Yeah, although that's all like, that's kind of fucked up if if you're kind of talking to your, your former host's yeah. widower. No, well, like she's right, ex- she's right, but that's like an insane thing to say to someone well, who's also like when your ex tells you about your relationship was a bit fucked. Yeah, but, but it's your ex, but also they think you're dead. There's additional level, I think. I wouldn't. Well, I don't know if I'd cross I mean, the line. It's, it's I mean, a choice friend. to listen to her. Okay. Yes. He could stand true. up and walk away, and he doesn't. Well, he, we well, he does that a lot. He does that constantly. Until they're physically trapped in a prison cell, and he can't. Who amongst us hasn't only had therapy in a prison cell? Yeah. Anyway, so turns out the the Cardis have jumped into the Argus already, using to look at starships, which they're I mean, doing I, what Starfleet, you know. Didn't think to do. Doing. Yeah, I wrote here the Diplodocuses are grazing. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't no, that is that is what's happening. That's the message Picard sends back to HQ. Then it's like, what the <laughs> fuck is he got? What the fuck is? He? Like, oh. Can the we need you to decode this message? It's not in code. We just don't know what it says. 
He's just stupid. Um, Mr. President, that, I think the Enterprise day is being taken over by idiots. At what point does he jump again? Here, I think. No, because he's, 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 he's an engineer. And he jumps. Yeah. And now Data he's got a and, and he lost. And the Cardis are here. And the, the data that existed a minute ago doesn't exist. Yeah. And then he's back in his quarters. And he jumps again into the middle of a battle. And the bridge has changed, which cool. Mm. I like it when the bridge changes. It's a nice little refit. Yeah. It's like yesterday's Enterprise, but not as good. What do you like the com badges with the with the rank bars no, on? Oh fuck them. Why do you hate them? Because it's fucking bad, right? Okay. The whole point of well, TNG is also generally bad on and Deerstein, actually. The only show that was ever good about rank was TOS. Because TOS sure. and and um TMP and motion and Rafikan, which is that the whole point of ranks is that I can see you from across the room and know whether you are a captain or an admiral. Or sure. What pips on your collar? What if you're standing up so I can't see the fucking pit? You could be Ensign Jimmy or fucking Commander in Chief. I can't tell till you turn around to show me the right side of your collar. <laughs> fucking stupid. That's true. Like like the TN the TOS ranks, it's a big yellow dot on your wrist. Bam, Captain Kirk, Commander Spock. Like, it, like um, Rafikan once is on the shoulders of the wrist, you see. It it emphasizes Starfleet's policy of facing people to their faces and being open to greeting people. Yeah, but you still on. can't fucking see. I could be facing you across the room. It's like, is, is he a lieutenant commander? Or is he a commander? Or is the light reflecting off the it's lieutenant It's about exploration and, and getting up close to someone so you can get to know them as a person, not just it's their just That's the Starfleet that way. It's just bad. And they keep um, it all the way. They, they, they're still using it. Do they, do you know, do the, the badges with the bars, do they have like a hollow bar for a hollow pip? Do you, yeah, I don't no, know yeah, because Data's one is yellow, gold, gold, silver, black. Oh, I kind of like that. Yeah, that, I like the design. I just think it's stupid. Okay. Well, what if they had one on the back too? No, put it on the put it on your shoulder cuffs or on your shoulders. What if they had a you know big bedazzled patch that said what if in, he had in sparkly letters patch? Lieutenant Commander? What if he had on a, the back? What, yeah, I don't know. What if he had his rank tattooed on his forehead? Yeah, and then a tramp stamp. <laughs> They should make it look like the Levers hoodies. Levers, yes. USS Enterprise Levers hoodies with a thousand names on them. Um. Anyway, so basically, Wolf has no idea what's going on, so he gets a bunch of people killed, which is classic Wolf. And then everyone makes mistakes. And then everyone's mad, so he goes home, and then Troy comes home and is like, "Babe, it's okay. We all have bad days at work." And I hate that I instantly knew she. I was like, "Why is the, the?" The atmosphere was different. It was I mean, wrong. <laughs> I did have to also answer because my immediate thought was then, this is not my beautiful house. Yeah, this is not my, this is beautiful, not my beautiful. Well, how did <laughs> I get here? I get here. Yeah. See, I'm still chuck between that coolness episode, the multiverse of wharfness, or this is not my beautiful wolf. I like this is not my beautiful wolf, personally. This is not my beautiful wolf, yeah. Speaking of, they they don't explain. Um, why is there only one wolf bouncing around? Like, no, they, the they're Anna's, all bouncing around from different timelines. I know, but she says, based on, this is later on, but she says, based on my understanding, my wolf probably will never come back. Why? Wait, what, what? Why not? They don't think they can get um, they don't think they can get our wolf back to his universe. But then, like, not yeah. a minute later, they do, and they still have this weird goodbye that implies that, like, she's gonna lose him. But she doesn't know him. She doesn't know who he is. Yeah, he, he gets all riled up and kisses her, like, it's the end. This is yeah, not time like, to see your boy. And it's like, no, it's not. that Your other dude's about to be back who actually knows you and loves his kids. <laughs> like, <laughs> the better version of this dude will be back 
in a second, probably. You're going to get the wolf who knows how to be around children. Yeah, like, why are you having this, like, I've learned something about myself. No, you haven't. No, I I, I don't get it. We get our first ever bit of Captain Riker. We get Dr. Ogawa. That's great. Big fan. Are we going to overlook when, does she, like, wolf, like, she starts, like, brushing wolf's hair? Yeah. And I do need to comment that wolf is absolutely slaying it in a wavy Brazilian wig. It's pretty beautiful. (laughs) He looks beautiful. And that's Um, one nice thing I'll say about wolf this episode. Yeah. Oh, also, this is when Jordy is dead. Jordy's dead, yeah. Jordy dies. And they go to investigate, and they're immediately like, oh yeah, let's check out his visor. They spend, they give a look, but they spend no time more in Jordy's death at all. Yeah, everybody's kind of chill with the fact that Wolf killed Jordy. They're like, oh, we can use Jordy's tech to figure out what's up with Wolf. Good thing we can just use a spare piece of technology that's not lying around for some reason. Uh, Guess Jordy doesn't need that. It doesn't really have the runtime to give us time to be like, Wolf, you killed Jordy. It does. They could cut out some other stuff. They can cut out this entire episode. Well, no. (laughs) Then what would Matthew have? How dare you, John? They'll leave me with nothing. Um, Everyone does feel quite muted. I know they didn't have time, but when um, Riker sees a version of Picard alive, I wanted more emotion from him, but I guess we didn't have time. I mean, I do like that the Bajorans are just fuckers in that timeline. And they don't show it. They're just they like, oh, it's the Bajorans. I wanted to just go to this, like, it's like moustache, literally just moustache twirling Major Kira, like, pulling, doing full Cardassian energy as a Bajoran. I also, I was trying to figure out why they made it the Bajorans, because I was like, maybe they didn't want to do makeup for another Cardassian, but they don't show the Bajorans either, so they could have easily just it, been like, the Cardassians are back, and that's that. Well, they're just doing, it's because they they're doing more multiversal madness, Jim. Yeah. Like, in this universe, the Cardassians are getting their ass whipped. How about that? You like, you know, the, you might have, you know, the lizard boys like are suffering I just thought of the uh, reverse slavery gene episode when you said that. Really. <laughs> it's like, let's see it the other way around. <laughs> yeah, what about that? Isn't that, that interesting? I still, I still like that. Actually, the show Nichols and DeForest Kelly thought that was a better idea than Gene Roddenberry. Even Gene didn't think it was the greatest idea in the world. But the show Nichols and DeForest Kelly well, are like, "Yeah, we're gonna fucking do it." I can um, know, like, she's not getting that much screen time. She's probably like, "Yeah, it's time." <laughs> so time. they determined that it's Jordy's visor that's just making Worf hop around. Yeah. Which, sorry, I know I zone out when they do the tech talk, but. Are you telling how can the visor be that powerful and that dangerous? Because they've got um, to finish, they got to round up the plot in the next 15 minutes. You're telling me people right. are going to the opticians and coming out with things that can send people. Okay, here's, the yeah, here's another important side note which modern trekking knows. Geordie's visor is explicitly mentioned to be a technical technological contrivance that only happened because of the specifics of how Geordie is blind. Yeah. Like it's not the normal treatment. He's one in a million. Yeah. It's not most people would get ocular implants or have some kind of surgery to um, recover their eyesight. But he's want. he's perfect the way he is. Yeah, it is like because in season one of TNG, he's like to um, Crusher, Crusher's like, we could try all these things. And Jordy's like, no, they don't work. And then he has the same conversation with Pulaski, suggests something even more radical. 
And Geordie's just like, I don't feel comfortable having it. Yeah. So Lower Decks and like Discovery is all full of people with vices, but it kind of shouldn't, shouldn't. Well, Lower Decks, I can imagine it's because of Geordie that he yeah. might have a larger impact because there's the Geordie plushie anyway, you know? So yeah. like he's had some impact. He, that's Geordie's had ocular implants for a decade. Okay, that's true. But in the same way that history remembers Picard with one fewer pit, people remember Geordie as the chief engineer of the Enterprise with the visor. That's true. Fucking PR people putting Geordie on posters. It's disability representation, and you know they had a photographer around to capture some diversity shots, and they just ran with that. It's like, why is Geordie in all the photo? Yeah, we're gonna be found. Yeah. We've we've all been. We have. Yes, many times. I'm still up on my school. I'm on my school wall too. It's like a giant poster me playing the accordion. I'm not because I explicitly, w- I explicitly wrote time. the headmaster a letter saying I'm not being any photo. You got out I'm of not, it? I'm on I'm in the background of one video, but I'm not in any pictures. You wrote a strongly worded letter. Well it was just because nice. a photographer wouldn't leave me alone. So I just wrote him an email being like I'm not and I see through my head a year and the head of middle school. I was like, I'm not I don't want to do it. That's really funny. Yeah. Well, I was being 15 in precaution. Same sure. Where were we? Um, so, so Worf's getting jumped around by the visor. Jumped around the visor. And then they, they find the hole that Worf went through. Worf flew through a hole, which sounds much more kinky than it actually was. It does look like a space butthole, though, I would say. I, I have to say. Space has a lot of buttholes. This is what we've it, learned in Star Trek. A lot of things <laughs> look like space buttholes in Star Trek. It's true, but I just I saw it immediately. I was like, that's a space butt. Beautiful. So Worf, Worf has to go back through the other side. But before they um, can do that, we have hundreds of thousands of Enterprise. I yes. love to see it. There's that so was much fun. TNG going on. It's like watching Picard Season 3. The Next Generations. Constant multiverse. It's like a ba- it's like fan fiction for middle-aged men. Um I I like that Riker's incredulous about if they sent the right shuttle. Um just for a second. Like he walks in and he goes, Did they send the right shuttle? For right. some I don't like I wonder why he asked, you know. Um, it says it on this. It says like, it. I don't know. Everything about this is horse shit. <laughs> yeah. But also like he doesn't trust the other Riker then or something. I just like the implied, like, we gotta check this out because these other idiots don't know what they're doing on those other ships. That Riker's been through it. He's had to be alone for four years as captain. He killed like, these other Picard. ones are soft. The, in the yes. beta cannon, he actually killed Picard. I'll take it. I'll what? believe it. Ethlocutus. Yes. Uh, I like that Riker see, has the trombone. Uh, and then we see Punish Striker. Yeah. I like Punish Striker. Because he got to die. Half, well, I don't know about peacefully. He, he got died to being die killed in a non The hands at his hat. Uh, the, the his, his own self killed him. Yeah. That was well, crying. Yeah, unhinged striker who gets murdered, who kills himself with his own. I yeah, hate. They spend no time on that. Um, I know all the other wharfs are bouncing around. I don't think are they all bouncing around together, or are they all just in a different universe? They stay. Like it's like Brownie in motion. They're all just moving around. Um, because I like that in the two other enterprises we see, their wharf is there, but he doesn't do anything. At no point he's like, wait a minute. Uh, no, just... but it's, there is the bit where, like, the Riker on our enterprise, the Riker and Wolf looking at like, what the fuck is going on here? They exchange mildly amused glances at that. Yes. Um, but that's all they're allowed legally on TNG is mild amusement. I also, that's like what uh, Picard and Riker share a look after, after Captain Riker says, it's good to see you again. They share a look that's like, what the fuck is this guy's deal? Which I think is really <laughs> funny. <laughs> yeah, they're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Did he Where kill the other me? Guys... 
the other guy's like reliving his trauma about killing his best friend. They're like, God damn it, this guy is being weird. A little clingy. Um, I oh, I do appreciate the return of Wesley Crusher as a lieutenant. I think that's his funny. haircut's so fucking bad. Yeah, well, I think he looks better. Haircut I think he looked handsome. He looks better. Yeah, the undercut all the way to his hairline. Boy. He goes like it sort of stops halfway. That's like his, his LinkedIn profile pic. He looks like he's Look. a proud. If you put a pair of sunglasses on him, he'd be like a proud boy. <laughs> well, remember, John, I I have a mullet. Um, yeah, but you so, you look yeah, but it works for you, and it doesn't uh, for Will Wheaton. At any given time, I look like I might call my own father Rachel Slayer. Does that? Sure, <laughs> I'll take your word for it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I tried to express my desire to have an NASCAR mullet as opposed to a queer mullet to my students, and one of them looked me dead in the eyes and went, "You wear a velvet jacket sometimes," and I was like, "All right, <laughs> you win." No, no, oh, exactly. Yeah, you can't weird. be like I can be like anything. I'm trying. You can't get. It's like you can't wear velvet to be like I am a normal human being. No. Yeah, I know. You're I tried. The third doctor, you're John Pert. I have. Like, I this is not Star Trek relevant. I was gifted a kind of velvety John Pertwee jacket. And it makes me fair. It's a great jacket. It's a top 10 jacket. Um, I like the return of Wesley Crusher. I think it's nice that he's a lieutenant. I like that he's... Uh, they show a moment where he has a good idea. And everyone's like, good idea, Mr. Crusher. And that's just nice. It's nice to see him that. contributing. He's always, they hate to see a girl always having winning. a winning idea. That's what everyone yeah, but about. They're not usually nice about it. In this case, they're like, hey, man, good idea. Oh, okay. Should Wesley Crusher be allowed more dudes rock moments? Yes. Mm. He's gone through it. In Has the he... show and IRL. <laughs> oh, I mean, yeah. IRL, yes. Mm. I love Will Whedon and I love Wesley Crusher. Yeah. No? What was that? I mean, the main problem with Wesley's character is it takes him far, far too long to figure out that he shouldn't be the Wonder Boy. Right. Oh, I just well, didn't give a shit. <laughs> they just like... it. it was Gene who wanted to have Gene in the show. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, the, the arc I'd have written would be very simply to be that he discovers that the only way he can really be who he wants to be is to go and be on another ship. Like, he can't keep being the Enterprise's Wonderboy. He needs to go and be... Yeah. He needs to go and be Wesley Crusher, not Dr. Crusher's son. Fair. But they don't really figure that out till that deleted scene on Nemesis. Yeah. I have a Picard question. Okay. How, how, does Wesley not know about his brother? No. No, because he's he's a fucking Gary Time Seven now. Yeah. What? He's a fucking Gary Seven. Yeah. That's- I don't understand why he's got a black cat that's happen. also a sexy woman. So maybe he knows, but he doesn't care enough. He's an he he's an eldritch horror now. Stressed. Let's face stressed. it. Let's watch the episode after this. Okay. Um, and that yeah, so then Worf goes backwards through the space butt. And we see so we get I like the little shot of all the Worfs going about their thing and the shuttle trying to figure it out where they all merge and then so like immediately adorable. I didn't even like that guy. Uh and then I didn't finish the episode on this last watch through because I don't like the end. The end what? is very. The end, the end is, just is how well. Wait, what happens? That's just where they really sell you Deanna and Worf, and I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't in the mood. That's how really they should have treated him anyway. If you know someone doesn't like surprise birthday parties, you don't give them one. I was right. like, at least he gets his nice peaceful date. This this episode is the source of that that classic blooper with Jonathan Frakes. Tackling someone, I do like that. Oh yeah, the one where he yells a trace of the cocoa and the red chase. Yeah, that one's classic. No, well the best the best blooper is from um, Unification Part One, where he just where they're like, we're going to move here and pretend to hide from the ship, and then he just goes, nah. Yeah, that's a classic. That's the best blooper. I wish TOS had bloopers. Oh no, TOS does. There, 
There's that one where where he's calling baby. D-Boy calls Kirk baby. Yeah. There's like three where William Shannon just walks into a door. And there's one walks into a door and quite clearly really hurt his face. I really bad quality videos and that's it. Speaking of Riker, I was telling John that Jonathan Frakes uh, lived in the closest big town to me in Maine for a bunch of years and like really loves this town. And you didn't stalk him? I he wasn't there when I was here. Yeah. Um but I I'm always prepared when I go downtown because he like comes back and visits a lot. So I'm always prepared to see him. This is how like, Dump I tackle Jonathan Frakes. I'm gonna do it. Bag. No, I just wanted to get him to donate to our school. That's fair. That's, you know, low-balling it. Yeah. I would like to have seen the scene where Worf asks Riker's permission to date Deanna. She oh, no, that's that. in this show. That's in T. That's in TNG season seven. Yeah, that happens. What? That happens. Is it hilarious? Because right. I wanted to. Yes, it is. Kind of... Riker's like basically like, "Why are we having this conversation?" Yeah, Riker's Absolutely. like, "Dude, I don't give a shit." As, as he should be. Yeah, I mean, the, the whole conversation would be really funny if Riker's actually like try and do something important and Wolf interrupts his written Riker's is really annoyed but it is just very Riker like I'm not a fucking dad <laughs> I mean, yeah <laughs> we're in a healthy non-monogamous relationship Absolutely. do whatever you want just yeah. be respectful please yeah. yeah anyway um trivia time yeah hit me with some trivia um so Tashio was originally going to be here but they decided that that was too similar to yesterday's Enterprise why um because she would be there. I wish she was. Yeah. Wolf Troy, um, supposedly the writers have been putting hints about it since season five. News to me. I've never noticed hints, but I'll take their word for it. Um, basically, there was a writer's joke that now became a thing. Sure. Uh, would you like a really bad quote from Brandon Braga? Um, no, but I'll get one. <laughs> Wolf, uh, Wolf, Wolf Deanna is a couple that only, that only has relationships in alternative realities and timeline, even as creatures. Remember that one where they were creatures and they fucked and Wolf yep. like ate a bunch of bunch of the crew? Yeah. Imagine being the person who had to write those letters to their family. Like, dear Mr. and Mrs. Smith, I'm, ter- I'm sorry to report that your son Barry has been eaten by Wolf when he was a de-evolved creature. Uh, Wolf will not receive any punishment, though. He's not going to be put on paid leave. Because he technically didn't do anything wrong. He was just de-evolved. And it wasn't was, him or his fault. He, he was only one of, like, character. 15 different people on the ship eating other people. Yeah. You don't know Worf. You know, he wouldn't do this normally. you got to trust us. He's a good He'd guy. only nibble. Anyway, they make normal couples look boring by comparison. Hmm. No, they don't. Hmm. Not really. They look normal couples look interesting, perhaps. Um, there's a Cardassian ensign, which, nice. Jonathan Frakes hated the Wolf Troy relationship. Yeah, because he was jealous. Wolf Troy idea is just absurd. It makes great material like conventions, but for real character development, I think it's ridiculous. I think I agree. I agree, but it's definitely because he's jealous. <laughs> yeah. It's more of the extent to which the cast of TNG is convinced that they are their characters. Oh, yeah, they are. I mean, the only one who isn't is possibly Patrick Stewart. No, Patrick Stewart is. That's why he's doing Picard. Because he's, he's like, Picard I. Because he's got a mortgage to pay. Well, he's like, I've changed so much, so clearly Picard has too. Which, uh, Which is I true, mean, but. Yeah. I think Pat, of the collection of them, I'd just say, is either Patrick Stewart or Levar Burton, or he's convinced they are their characters. I think I think Michael Dorn, I don't think he's convinced he's Worf. I think he just likes What Worf. other work has Michael Dorn had except for playing Worf? Yeah, but uh, not much, but I don't think he's, he's like a pilot. He does stuff on his own. He does non-acting stuff that is very cool for him. Like He has a life, you know. unfortunately. Like, Patrick, like, Michael Zorn has one well-known role, whereas at least, like, Liv Alberta was Right, but, like, movie. Jonathan Frakes considers himself to be the Riker of the next generation Yeah, Jonathan Frakes cast. is absolutely the worst. Like, and I love him for it, because he's good at it, but I'm like, you do think you're real-life Riker. Like, that is the role you've given yourself. Yeah, which, like, sure. Yeah, like, I guess. Whereas 
because I think I think Michael Dorn is the least like he doesn't think he's working. He's like, I'm glad to be here. I like my friends. I like Worf, but I'm this is not who I am in my real life. Patrick Stewart, I guess, is he's a national treasure, so he can't. He's not always. No, but Picard is like a national treasure in his way. So I think they like both have that. Picard is the closest America has to national treasures because you don't have Alan Bennett. Hello, I'm Alan Bennett. I write about a lady in a van and a northern accent. <laughs> That's my Alan Bennett. It's not as good as my friend's Alan Bennett impression, but um, Alan. Um, what's some other trivia? Um, Data's eye colors change between the universes. That's cute. Which is funny. That's nice detail. Did I notice it? No. What color do they change to from yellow? Yellow to blue and back. Oh, blue eyes is back. Um, the Argus Array featured in that episode where Barkley becomes God by accident. Yep, the nth degree, right? Yeah, which good for Barkley. No, um, not good for him. Bad for everyone and him. He can't handle it. Worf has that weird chair in his quarters again. Yep. Love, love Worf sex chair. But yeah, that's that's it. Um, so are we quitting Parallel? Um, personally, no. I I love this episode. I think it's bad, but I do love. It. I have a deep love for this. It's episode. not bad. It doesn't fit my quitting my quitting prerequisites, which is that it didn't upset me. It just annoyed. Sure. But only because Wolf was there. Like otherwise, if this was a Julian Bashir episode, I'd have loved it, but it wasn't. It would have been insufferable. I don't want to let it go. I don't think. I mean, it was fine. You've been. Yeah. I don't think it angered me enough for me to want to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I guess we move on to the next scale, which is um, Tripnips. Olivia, take it away. Is this Tripnipsable? Let's try. Um, Tripnips is the glorious scale. I'm full circle. I'm for it. I'm 100. Um, of curseness of a Star Trek episode based on the Enterprise episode unexpected in which trip tucker becomes pregnant and gains yeah so 10 is the worst and one is okay you'd be fine if getting an extra nipple right yeah john matt (laughs) i always say i don't have enough yeah yeah it's great i don't know why i agreed so fast I just, I bit my tongue because I knew what I ended up saying. I, I went into improv mode. I was saying yes to the situation. You have to. You got to want more nipples. No, you don't. No, you don't. Keep the right uh, number of nipples. Who's to say what the right number is? Two. Now, John, get woke with us. Yeah. No. Are you imposing your your normative view? Fascism? Yes. I'm imposing my normative you- views on you two. Two nipples that's a really nipples. that's a really by nipple stance of you. What are you gonna do? Give me more nipples by force? Yeah, that's it. You've opposed my views of becoming a Nazi. That's the queer. We, we have more nipples. And that's it. More nipples. Just this thing. Right. I don't know why they should tell you. Um, seven seven nipples correct number or the number you're giving this episode. I am trying to think. Was there anything funny cursed enough to get on this amazing scale? Um, I don't think so. Nothing was goofy. TNG was... doesn't do well on the cursedness scale because it's just not uh, cursed enough. They play season it too one, safe. yes, but season seven, no. I think the name Eric Christopher deserves five triplets. That's two first names. Yeah, it's too much. Two oh, Wesley's haircut. That's Wesley's haircut is a fat three. <laughs> what about and the, and the combat and the combat rank thing? That's immediately pissed me off. It's what about the ninth place trophy? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, the ninth place trophy. Yeah, the five. Five. That, that is yeah, I'm gonna ugly five. and shouldn't exist anyway. Are you giving it five, Olivia? Yeah. What are you that giving it, Matthew? Egg trophy. Uh, I'll give it a three. I find it relatively unoffensive. We're just snowflakes and this podcast. It gives us an average of 4.3 nipples. It's like a little one <laughs> popping out of your That's Hey, that's <laughs> how many I have. You should <laughs> give some of those back. Give, no. give the nipples back. I earned those. I pulled myself up by my nipple straps and I earned those. <laughs> 
Ugh, we can't kink shame on the podcast, John. Yeah. Well, we're making, what are we doing, Olivia? We're making an exception in this occasion. Wow. We do, however, move on to now our final guest entry section, which is Olivia's wall of high art. The high art list. I imagine it like a palatial space in which I am putting these episodes. Is it perhaps called Gardo's Temple? Sure. Mm. And all of this. Um, <laughs> I, I made a mask reference and Olivia didn't get it, guys. I made a mask reference and she didn't get it. Incredible. What did you Incredible. say? I made a masks reference. But what did you Corgano's say? Actually... Oh. Matthew, you're now the new... By the is... rules of the podcast, you are now the new co-host. <gasps> right. No, yes. Yes. You. I, I accept this M. gracefully. You got to eat eels first, though. I can do that. I don't give a shit. Oh. I've eaten eels now, so Olivia has nothing. You ate. Oh my god! Can I just say, John has eaten eels the other day. Wait, I've eaten eel before in sushi. I but no, jelly deal specifically. I do that too. I don't care. No, okay. I just need it out in. On the record, John ate jelly deals finally after 100 years. His jelly deals looked so much better than the jelly deals I had to eat. His were like fresh, well done jelly deals. My jelly deals were like yellowed and gross. I can't I don't believe you are literally nitpicking me eating jelly so deals. So I just want, I just like, we can, ex- I'm accepting that you ate I mean, the eels, but the eels weren't eely. The longer short of jelly deals is that the jelly bit is disgusting, but you're not really meant to eat it. I have a question. You do, they put the sauce on it. I put Tabasco on it because I'm sensitive. I, I have a question. What the <laughs> fuck? Is off with jelly deals. I don't. I will eat them because I will eat lots of things just to see. How did that come about? I'm reading Never about this right now because you can't. You they date back to where there wasn't large scale refrigeration. Ugh, I know it's. So, I it's, you it's jelly, legit. You I know. Jelly them to preserve them. To preserve them. Yeah. Okay. You have so a big warm vat jelly, jelly and eels. Well, look, I'll eat you them. Give me that warm. gag. It'd be like cellar temp. It's like just above zero. Yum. Yummy. Yummy. Oh, Give me them eels. I'll be the next host. So the world was a much worse place before the invention of refrigeration. Nothing was cold. Like it's ice cold drinks. the eels. What? Yes, John. Salted the eels. They, they had not them. invented ice yet. It's true. Mr. They ice had not come like along. Friend, you know what I mean. Mr. Ice had not invented the ice cube. Mr. Ice of Iceland. John Ice Cube, for sure, um, had not. Let me go to my ice cube. Place, you got a square please. head. Let me yeah. go to my safe And he wasn't allowed in the, the sun, otherwise he melt. Is your high thing? art all like in the in the board cube with the big rotating square screen thing? And the Borg train. Don't oh, forget yeah. the Borg train. That can be the yes. uh, centerpiece of all. Okay. So yeah, Matty, high up. I, have I don't know. Explained it. Basically, there is yes. no true way of fitting the criteria. It's me being a dictator in right. my own right, as I sure. should, and saying, sure. are you on the list with me? Like, are you up there with episodes like Mask? Yes, I got the reference when I heard it, John. Um, oh. So it's like Fox Brain. Like, that's high art to me. Wait, what was the second one? Fox Brain. Oh, okay. um, Arena. I always choose TOS episodes. What? Move along home is on here. I'm going to, I will answer this in a legitimate way, which is that I've been talking with my coworkers and students about the idea of, of people either being haters or lovers in terms of just things. Like, if you love to love things for the sake of them being there. You know, like I, I've recently been driving a lot and staying a lot of like seedy motels, and I really like doing that. I think that's a fun experience because I love the experience. I love the experience of it. I'm not getting murdered. Um, I mean, that's like I get that. You know, I there's like I like, it, I like riding trains places, even places that would be quicker to go by plane. I'm thinking right. about well, riding valid. a train across the continental United States, which, for what I know, is a terrible experience. No, no, it it is, do. but hey, man, come by Maine, come hang out. It's great. Yeah, I mean, um, it's like I mean, Bangor was a railroad from, hub. It's probably like Seattle to like fucking 
Chicago and then yeah. go from there to Toronto. Um I do love so that. in that in that context, I'm a lover. So yeah, I love masks. It's camp in the end, right? It's like, do you appreciate camp? Like I love exactly. lovers. I like masks. I like um would you is Sub Rosa on there? No. No, why not? Now it is. I think it's, Sub Rosa should be on the high art list. I know I realize that's not mine. It's not my list to impose my will onto, but I would categorize it with the ones you've mentioned in my own list. I don't want to do this. I, I said, don't do this to me. Oh, why? Rosa, it's quirky enough. I'm crying. <laughs> it's I love Rosa. Weird enough, but Terry so does cast. like the episode. Can can a Terry episode be high? Um, yeah, I agree with on the ones you said so far for sure. I feel like I'm being held hostage. Um, I think that on my list, not because of all the memes about it. I think I think that Tuvix is a good episode. I don't care about like the moral quandary, but I enjoy watching it. Oh, these are both so devastating to put at my door. Okay, I'm gonna. Oh. Do I think I don't think Cam Rosa is like cursed enough while also being Cam? So I'm okay. It's sad. Sure. Tuvix. I can... Um, Tuvix. I I can watch the episode. I I find it easy to watch the episode because I think that bitch should die. Right. <laughs> it's fun. I like I like watch him get murked. Yeah. So is it? No. You know what? We get to see a part of Felix die, and that is valid in the high art list. What about Vic Fontaine episodes? Where do those fall? Oh, that could be in. I love. I think the Colleen's fun. Who I love the guy. I love Vic Fontaine. Hey. Oh, I'm aware of the nightmarish reality I was born into. Hey. Oh. Yeah. Come on. I'm from the '60s, but I'm aware I'm just a machine, and I have no free will. Oh. <laughs> and I'm not racist about it. Weirdo. It's fun. I, yeah, I love it. Remember when they literally were like, when Cisco was like, I don't feel comfortable with going into that polo program because the 60s are really racist. And the literal solution is, oh, Vic Fontaine was not programmed to be racist. And Cisco literally goes, well, that's bullshit. It's like <laughs> chat AI. It's like all the, the historical AIs being like, actually, I am sorry that it committed genocide. And it's like, no, you're not. Shut the fuck up. It's like, it would have been very easy to just go like, but the point is that, I guess like Vic was friends with Frank Sinatra, who like, was famous was for the fact that if you tried to segregate a show, he was that he would just walk out. Yeah, and he was friends with Sammy Davis Jr. I think I feel like listen. I feel like if in the twenty second, in the twenty first century, Sammy Davis Jr. and Frank Sinatra would have had sex at least three times. That's true. Sammy um, Sinatra family, but like I've watched them on stage. So I'd have sex with Sammy Davis Jr. Who wouldn't? Me too. Yeah, Olivia. Well, yeah. Oh, she's frozen again. She can't even answer. <laughs> Oh, that's unfortunate. <laughs> We're just going to talk about where, who would have sex. Oh, she's back. Hey. Olivia, what you question. missed is... Would you have uh, sex with Sammy Davis Jr.? Yes or no? And you know what? I'm going to leave the call here. <laughs> oh. Candyman, take that. Why is that stuck in my head? Anyway, right. um, I'm leaving that in. Okay. But so, yeah, I guess Tuvix is on the... Yeah. I think I can, list. I can feel confident that. Which is great. Um, well, that, that's a resoundingly good episode, I guess, in terms great. of performance. I mean, great. last two episodes include The Naked Now, Remember Me. Ooh, I do love Remember Me. Skellion. You know what we need to be putting on? Not, not on the high art list, sorry, but we need to do retrospect on this podcast because I've do. been traumatized this week. I think that's the, wor- I, that's the worst episode of all Star Trek. And that I includes the fucking Blackface and Code again. of Honor. I also think I can subject myself to watch that episode more than once. Yeah, it's quite bad if I want to watch it again, but I could... Also, I just, I'll be quite honest, I don't think 
this is the right this is too honestly too much of a light-hearted forum to discuss it <laughs> that's I just true it for my own personal therapy i, have, yeah, I think people do as a page I, I just as a as a man as a cis adjacent sure. man don't feel particularly like i feel unqualified and i will probably i just don't not that i don't want to talk because it's such a bad episode we really should talk about the fact that it's generally allowed you know what i'll kick you off and i'll get Susie on it's fine get Susie, <laughs> yeah if, you know what if Susie, what, honestly yeah, the, we really Susie and Susie I and Jennifer you want to do it I will happily edit it for you guys I just don't right. personally think that I don't... I think contribute but yeah I get it I get it anyway um where were we oh yeah Matty yes anything to sell to our listeners um no including all of your class who in the natural way of all teenagers have listened to this, this oh well you know if you're listening at home and you're in my e-block music class please do your homework I don't like I don't assign it to make it your life harder I actually like reading your responses to to the things you listen to um hey kids don't be nerds fuck homework <laughs> hey their homework was to listen to a cd and tell me okay it. come on guys uh, if you haven't listened to a CD, you could do that while you do other things come and on. i just i wanted them to write at most a page about it and then they'd be like well i listened to it and i'm like well that then write something then do the other part that i can quantify it's, that's the easiest ass homework in the world guys like you that's can really do that fun and homework. fall off your parents like, that's what i'm saying evening. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, oh, Timmy, what you got for homework? I've got to listen to the CD and write about it. Your parents are going to fucking hate you for that. So do it and take all the easy. Do it. Get out of as many chores as you can. Um, listen to that CD four times. If you want to stream my album on wherever you stream or buy music, you can do that. It's called, album? yeah, I, I took a big old road trip and made an album with my voice memos on it. This is new. I think I followed what? it. I, I, I tweeted it. Yet. So it sounds right like you're a bad friend. Wow, John. cool. <laughs> it's called Restless and Road Love and Heart. Wow. That yeah. is so. Oh, it's here. There it is. It's, there it it's is. the top result. Hey, that's me. Okay, I'm gonna listen to this while I do the dishes. Um, wow. Uh, it's like staring into it's like staring into the heart of American culture. Hey, that's me. Oh, look, a gun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is the album where I come out as like violently pro America. Hell yeah. I do like Can't the Me- Mexican home them. in Alabama. Hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I recorded every track on it uh, so, uh, where I was, obviously. I, t- I tend to do things where I am, but I labeled where I was. So now it's interesting. Nice. That's great. Um, please, everyone, go listen to that. We, we love to see it. Um, otherwise, please follow us on Twitter. Leave us horrible comments about our life choices there. Or email us at iquistarchic at gmail.com. Leave us oh nice views God. on iTunes. Um, Haven't looked at that, G- that email for three oh, months. Oh, fuck the email. Yeah. Anyway, if you send us an email the last, like, Six months we haven't read it. <laughs> Great. Well, oh, I'm gonna um, log in right now. Thank you for having nice. me on your podcast. Yeah. Um, buy our merch. Um, if you're going to a convention, wear our merch, use it to insult a member of the Star Trek cast. Good. Because um they're not allowed. We've been over this. Um nope. what else? They should be stopped. It's fine. They should be stopped at this point. Um what Star Trek Picard? Um decide for yourself whether or not nostalgia is okay. We're pro Star Trek Picard now. No, we're not. We're pro watching Star Trek. We're anti Star Trek Picard. Sure, that's true. That's true. I am watching Picard. I think it's. I. I. I liked episode two. I didn't like episode one. But I just it was set up. They, it's fine. I just think they need to learn that there aren't only two kinds of starship battle. Like it's not sure. your two. Choices you can hide in a nebula, or you can have a sub hunt. Those are not the right. only two. There were like a billion other options. I literally like. Come on. It's a lot of I know a lot of Taurus is a bad episode, but it's got a great starship battle. Well, watch that one. Yeah. It's like fucking Enterprise has better starship, like a million of different cool starship battles. It's true. And here you are doing the Matara Nebula for like the fourth fucking time. Hey, but, last year. 
Lost the guys. They did, but this season is very Wrath of Khan overall. It doesn't need to be. No, I th- I just think it was a choice that right, they made on purpose. You, you want to rear it, Rafa Khan? Go at AO3. Okay. <laughs> go at AO3 and do it with you. Then you get to do sex. You get to have, have Picard and I don't know. That's true. You want to have sex. That crusher could secretly be a werewolf. It's great. If you haven't watched Picard, I'm sorry for spoiling like three of the main core plot points, but um, uh, I'm quite honest with you, you'll live. It's just a spoiler. I had Force Awakens. It'll be fine. Six minutes before I walked into the screen. Oh, no. I lived. It was fine. But you're forever jaded, and you'll never I'm really jaded. I'm just that. jaded by cinemas anyway, so, like, like a spoiler's not going to kill you. Calm. It's not great, but, you know, you didn't get kicked in the balls, or whatever you've got between your legs. I don't know. A dog. <laughs> and on that note, great. goodbye. I've, I've been John. <laughs> I've been I've, Olivia. I've been Matthew. And until next time, folks, figure out how to insult people better before you say it or know it.